BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. So yesterday, the poll question, hello, hello. Yesterday, the poll question, who was worse? Senator Tommy Tuberville. I've said it both ways. I'm starting to think Tuberville is the correct way. Or Kanye West. That was it. Loved the simplicity. More than 10,000 people voted, which is decent. I thought by the time I hit the airwaves, people who listened to POTUS were already somewhat aware of the fact that the senator from Alabama had made a comment in Nevada at a rally attended by former President Donald Trump, essentially saying that those seeking reparations are seeking reparations for those committing crimes. Hey, the people who commit crimes, they're all black, and that's who reparations would be for. That's my paraphrasing, but I think it's pretty accurate. And then, of course, there was Kanye West who said, as he woke up, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jews. They don't really require much of an explanation. And if you were here yesterday, I reminded folks of how I used to have something that was an ongoing radio bit. Although we're kind of resurrecting it every time I every time I mention it, it seems like we're bringing it out of the attic and maybe we're we are using it again. I think it's on the top shelf now. It's it's moved now from the attic. It's 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 in the peripheral. You I don't know? I don't know that it needs to be reproduced because we it's love so the good. audio that's already in it. It's true. So anyway, those issues were top of mind. Who was worse? It was very decisive. Seventy eight percent said Son- Senator Tommy Tuberville. Uh, the remainder, 21% and change, said it was Kanye West. So, Wait, do you want to hear the muzzle meter? Yeah, sure. One more time. It's the Michael Smirconish muzzle meter. Too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice their, their love with women all across this country. Okay, that's it. That's all I needed to hear. So I said yesterday that Tuberville and Kanye West were each deserving of high scores, 9 or 10, that what makes the muzzle meter fun are when there are those items of speech that offend, you know, the PC folks, but on balance, maybe they're really not so bad. And my position yesterday on Tuberville and West was to say, these are bad. And then there was a third incident that I shared with you. And the reason, this is why I'm feeling foolish today. The reason that I didn't put it in the poll question is I thought, well, I'll talk about it. I'll give a summary, but it's really complicated. Because there are a lot of different players, and when you delve into the facts, and I'm talking about the L.A. City Council, when you delve into the facts of it and the context and so forth, 
the behavior is abhorrent, but there are a lot of moving parts. And if I put the L.A. City Council president and her colleagues in the poll question, it's going to get wordy. Better I keep it just Tuberville and Kanye West. Today, however, I woke up and was listening in the 4 a.m. hour on CNN as I'm getting my day started and I'm uh, beginning my read-in. There's a Donny O'Sullivan. By the way, he does a great job, doesn't he? I think he and, is superb. And they, make, you know, they, they mimicked him on uh, SNL last weekend. That, that's, that's how you know fantastic. you've arrived. Right. right. So that's what I'm trying to say. If Donny is doing it, you know it's a big story. He was doing a package on the L.A. Council story. And all of a sudden I'm like, Damn it, that thing has gone viral now. I should have made it part of the poll question. Yeah, but you made it part of the show. I definitely did. And there's an update on it that is a, uh, uh, that's really interesting, I think. Well, so, it, interestingly, of the three you talked about, this is the one now with consequences. Definitely. But not in a way I initially believed. Here's, here is context. Because, again, it's a complicated story. So from the L.A. Times today. In what they thought was a private conversation, some of the most powerful people in Los Angeles politics gathered to discuss the city's once-every-decade redistricting process. Council President Nuri Martinez, Council Members Gil Cedillo and Kevin DeLeon, and Los Angeles County Federation of Labor President Ron Herrera were all president, Martinez now facing calls for her resignation. The far-ranging conversation, which focused heavily on council members' frustration with maps that had been proposed by the city's 21-member redistricting commission, included racist remarks, crude comments about some of their council colleagues, and discussion of how to consolidate and preserve political power. This is LAist. Oh, no, that's the LA Times. That's the LA Times giving you the summary. Right. Um... Martinez and the other Latino leaders present during the taped conversation were seemingly unaware they were being recorded. As Martinez said, a white council member handled his young black son as though he were an accessory and said that council member Mike Bonin's son is Parisi Changuito or he is like a monkey. They're not doing that. Yeah, no, they're not doing the kid is bouncing off the effing walls on the floor, practically tipping it over. There's nothing you can do to control him. And I'm just like, oh that my was god. It. So okay, LAist has the best coverage, and this is a a public radio affiliate that I posted at smirconish.com, and consequently it's in today's newsletter. Let's go a little deeper now. Okay, you get the gist of it. In the context of talking about redistricting, these are four very powerful Hispanics in L.A. Three are council members. One's the council president. The other's a labor leader. And they are, you know, lamenting about what they think is the not uh, completely realized power, politically speaking, of Hispanics in Los Angeles. Because they far, if you really want me to cut to the chase, they far outnumber those who are black. And yet they don't feel like they have proportionate representation. Now we go deeper with LAist. Nuri Martinez announced her resignation this morning from her post as Los Angeles City Council president following the release on Sunday of recordings of racist remarks she made in a meeting last October during a conversation between two other Latino council members and the L.A. Labor Federation president. Here's her full statement that was released shortly after 10 a.m. So this was after I was off air yesterday, uh, you know, Pacific time. I take responsibility for what I said, and there are no excuses for those comments. 
I am so sorry. I sincerely apologize to the people I hurt with my words, to my colleagues, their families, especially to Mike, Sean, and your son. So that's Mike Bonin and his partner and their son. As a mother, I know better, and I am sorry. I am truly ashamed. I know this is the result of my own actions. I'm sorry to your entire family for putting you through this. As someone who believes deeply in the empowerment of communities of color, I recognize my comments undercut that goal. Going forward, reconciliation will be my priority. I've already reached out to many of my black colleagues and other black leaders to express my regret in order for us to heal. I ask for forgiveness from my colleagues and from the residents of this city that I love so much. In the end, it is not my apologies that matter most. It will be the actions that I take from this day forward. I hope you will give me the opportunity to make amends. Therefore, effective immediately, I am resigning as president of the Los Angeles City Council. So I read that and I said to myself, and and maybe because it was still the wee hour of the morning, and I'm like, you know, she really said something horrible. She was a 10 on the muzzle meter yesterday, and I said so. But I have to say that the way in which she owns it, it doesn't win my admiration, but at least... At least it's not it's not to the extent it's not a non-apology. It's not a non-apology. It's not a to the extent I've offended someone. No, I take responsibility for what I said there are no excuses for those comments. I'm so sorry. And then I reread it and I'm like, wait a minute. She's not resigning her job. She's resigning her leadership position. She's relied oh as council president, what? but she's no, no, looking no. to keep her gig. Every every she's headline not up till said resign. Right. Oh, my gosh. Resigned right. as council president. Right. right. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And if, if you don't like really read it carefully, you know, that maybe you'll make my mistake. Only oh, you I won't did. because POTUS audience. Now I've told you. I know, but I made your mistake. I made your you mistake in pulling the headline. <laughs> right. Among the most shocking comments she made during the conversation were directed toward Councilmember Mike Bonin's young son, who is black. The comments also contained, contained as Councilmember Nitya Raman described it, homophobic tropes. Martinez and others present also made derogatory comments about indigenous Oxacans. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Martinez did not say in her statement whether she would resign from her office over the remarks. This is unreal. Yeah, so if you didn't get down to the fifth oh, paragraph, yeah. you don't even know that. She's not I thought a, she was gone, gone, gone. No, gone girl. she's gone girl, right. Um, she's not up for re-election this election cycle. Oh, she just wants to hang on. She wants to hang on, right. Weather the storm, go undercover, and, and keep her job. She was speaking with fellow council members Kevin De Leon, Gil Cedillo, and LA Council Federation of Labor President Ron Herrera. They were recorded talking about their frustrations with redistricting in the city, yada, yada. Reddit published it uh, earlier this month. It was an unknown source who recorded it. In California, all parties have to consent to being recorded, which is not the case for this recording, says LAist. Uh, what were they talking about? The group discussed their need to maintain strong Latino representation on the council. About 48 percent of L.A.'s total population is Latino. Four of the 15 council members are Latino and three participated in the conversation. So three of the four who are Latino participated in the conversation. 
let's call it half. Half of the L.A. population is Latino, but only four of 15, less than a third on the council are Latino. And this gets me to what I think is, I'm not going to say worse than calling the black son of the white councilman a monkey, because that's as bad as it gets, right? Right. But this is right up there. When it comes to Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon, remember Gascon is one of the very progressive prosecutors and there's a move afoot to get him out of office, just like they did with Chesa Boudin. That's who we're talking about. Martinez says, F that guy, he's with the blacks. And I shared this with you yesterday, but that is that's the real racism of this. It's like us against the whites and against the blacks. And I said yesterday, can you imagine a white council member, council president in this case, who says like, F, you know, that person, they're with the blacks or they're with the Jews or the Asians or they're with with the Muslims. They're with the Christians. It is just raw it is just raw, you know, race power on display. Martinez also said extremely racist, derogatory things about Bonin's adopted black son, as she recounted being on an MLK Jr. parade float. I already shared that with you. She called his son a monkey in Spanish, suggested that his son was being raised, quote, like a little white kid and needed a beatdown. Let me take him around the corner and I'll bring him right back, she said. Martinez issued an apology after hours after hours after the story broke on Sunday. And remember what I have already shared with you, the resignation apology from yesterday. Right. That was the one that that I thought, okay, well, at least she's owning it. Yeah. Keep an eye on this one. The initial one came on Sunday after the L.A. Times broke the story. In a moment of intense frustration and anger, I let the situation get the best of me and I hold myself accountable for these comments. For that, I'm truly sorry. The context of the conversation was concern over redistricting, yada, yada, yada. My work speaks for itself. I'd work hard to lead this city through the most difficult time. So the initial response was not to not even to resign the L.A. council president position. It was. Let me see if I can weather the storm. I was I was uh, I was just, you know, frustrated. Then on Saturday, one of the other Hispanic council members who participated, Cedillo, told reporters he couldn't recall the conversation. That was his initial response. I don't remember we'll this. this, by the way. We don't know. We don't know yet. And then Monday, when the shit hits the fan, I want to start by apologizing. While I did not engage in the conversation, while I did not engage in the conversation in question, I was present at times during the meeting last year. It is my instinct to hold others accountable when they use derogatory or racially divisive language. Clearly, I should have intervened. And then there was more of it. Martinez de Leon, Cedillo and Herrera also talked about black political power in Los Angeles in derisive, disrespectful, racist ways when discussing the next steps in dealing with Councilman Mark Ridley Thomas, who's been indicted on federal bribery charges. Ultimately, the council voted to suspend Ridley Thomas. At that moment, the group was talking about possible fallout from whatever happens next. Quote, if he resigns, hold on, if he resigns and the African-Americans look at this as a hostile takeover because he's gone, We'll have to figure out because politically they're going to come after this, Herrera says. DeLeon responds by talking about the Wizard of Oz effect. Huh, what does that mean? And what he feels is the limited black political power that seems like it's powerful, but it's not. 
I'm sure you remember the Wizard of Oz. All I remember is the, the Tin Man wants a heart. Or of the course. Lion well, the Wizard a of heart. Oz, and then you look behind the curtain, and he, the great and powerful Oz is not. Okay, so now what they're saying is, well, you know, the blacks, they act like they've got the political power, but they really don't. If you look behind the curtain. It's just like brazen black versus white versus wow. Hispanic. The kid's a monkey. He's got the gay father, blah, blah, blah. And you know what it makes me wonder is... Um, and, and by the way, uh, Councilman Bonin, who is not running for reelection, he and his husband said they are appalled, angry and absolutely disgusted. Uh, and they think that all these people ought to resign. Here's the here's the statement from him. And then I'm going to make one final observation about this. Yeah. Here's the Bonin statement. Yeah. Tell me what he says. Family statement in reaction to the comments of Nuri Martinez, Kevin DeLeon, Gil Cedillo and Ron Herrera. Uh we are appalled, angry, and absolutely disgusted that Nuri Martinez attacked our son with horrific racist slurs and talked about her desire to physically harm him. It's vile, abhorrent, and utterly disgraceful. The city council needs to remove her as council president immediately. That would have been before she did resign. And she needs to resign from office. Any parent reading her comments will know she's unfit for public office. We love our beautiful, joyful child, and our family is hurting today. No child should ever be subjected to such racist, mean, and dehumanizing comments. Further along, as parents of a black child, we condemn the entirety of the recorded conversation, which displayed a repeated and vulgar anti-black sentiment and a coordinated effort to weaken black political representation. That's true. In Los Angeles, the conversation revealed several layers of contempt for the people of Los Angeles and a cynical, ugly desire to divide the city rather than to serve it. And then the coverage from LAist says, Bonin, who represents the West Side neighborhoods, had decided earlier this year not to run for reelection. In a video explaining his choice, he said he was doing so to focus on health and wellness and to spend more time with his young son. In addition to calling for Martinez to resign, Bonin on Sunday called for DeLeon, who was not up for re-election this time around, and Herrera to both resign. Cedillo lost his seat outright in June in a primary to Unices Hernandez. So wow. that is the story from L.A. And uh, my point is, had I included the L.A. story... Had I included the L.A. story and seen where this was all headed, I would have made this the worst as between Tuberville and Kanye West. These racist comments said among these Hispanic members and a labor leader of uh, L.A. City Council uh, would have been, in my view, number one on the list of who was worse. It would be them. And then it would be Tommy Tuberville, and then it would be Kanye West. Um, actually, no. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I'm now I'm falling into groupthink because the group said Tuberville with reparations was worse than Kanye West, and I, I thought they were equally condemnable. I put Tuberville atop Kanye West Why? because he's an elected official. And I yes. believe that he and has, that was, should have more responsibility. And that was the logic of some yeah. callers yesterday, which was also yeah. worthwhile. Although, who's okay. more, who's uh, more last, impactful? Last, <laughs> you I, I did say I had a final comment okay, about L.A. Me. Okay. My final comment about L.A. is that, and this is now just me spitballing here, and I want you to tell me if you think I'm right or wrong. The only reason L.A. is a standout is because we have the recording. Oh, yeah. This, this, oh, no is, this is how... In and I'll say in city politics and maybe rural politics, too, although rural politics, you know, because it, it's more monolithic, homogeneous, you don't have the differences. But this is the way the sausage gets made.
And it's also, lest we say it's the public officials only, it's also the way voters react when voting for one of their own, which I can excuse initially when you've never had a black mayor, when you've never had an Italian mayor, when you've never had a black president. But you got to get over it. You know, after you've, you've had that, I've, I've said this before, my, my mother, one of 11, eight sisters, three brothers, all, you know, today they would say Montenegrin, but back in the day they said Yugoslavian. When Dennis Kucinich was running in uh, Ohio, was it Kucinich in Ohio? Who am I? I'm trying to think of. When, when Kasich. Uh, not Kasich. No. Who's the guy who went away in, in Ohio? And he ran for president. You don't hear anything about him anymore. When he ran... Uh, you know who I'm thinking of. Damn it, I can't. Oh, yeah, I can. Um, Rob, uh, Ron. Blagojevich. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, he ends, up doing, he, ends up, <laughs> he ends up doing time. But when he was first running, like, you know, my mother and her, her sisters are sending $10 That's checks. Right. That's right. I remember that. You know, because they, there, was, yeah. there was not like a yeah. Yugoslav in power. I get it initially. I get it initially. But you got to get over it. So what do you make of the L.A. story? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Listen to Michael live, weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Hey, gang, thanks for the telephone calls. Glad that you're into this L.A. story. Sam, you're in South Carolina. Thinking what about what I've shared? I I want to uh, find the source of this leak. Um, There had to have been someone else in that room. This conversation had to have, or or conversations in this nature, had to have happened before between these same individuals to prompt. You faded. I think what you were about to say is it must have happened previously, cost, causing someone to want to record this meeting. That's some pretty good street smarts. What would have been the motivation? Listen, California is an all consent state. I'm looking at L.A. East, 
in California, all parties have to consent to being recorded, which is not the case for this recording, meaning recorded illegally. Audio of the conversation was posted to Reddit earlier this month by an unknown source. First reported by the L.A. Times, Knock L.A. published audio clips on their website Sunday morning. Our newsroom has also since reviewed the tapes. From the New York Times, a little more detail. No one has disputed the recording's authenticity, although advocates on all sides of upcoming city races are unleashing information to sway voters. The exact motivation behind the recording's release was not immediately clear, but an unsigned introduction in the Reddit post shared via screenshot with the recording denounced the ties between organized labor and some members of the council, including Ms. Martinez, complaining the labor movement is in bed with City Hall. So it seems it's someone with an angle against the coziness between labor and uh, the elected representatives. Uh, Brooklyn, New York, Martin, thank you so much. What did you want to say? Yeah, I left the comment, but I think you had the order completely wrong. It's Tell me. Tuberville first, Kanye second, the L.A. Councilwoman third. And my reasoning is Tuberville directly attacked an entire people. Kanye, I'm not certain if he's directed to an entire people, though the comments suggested it. It suggested he was pissed with some Jews. That's what it suggested. Well, he the said DEFCON 3 on Jews. He didn't say some Jews. Yes, he did. And I don't know the reason why he said that, but I thought he was second. And then I thought the lady was talking specifically about this family and this kid, not all black people. That's how, how about how about F. Gascon? He's with the blacks. Isn't that uh, we need to be with people who are going to who are going to put our own ahead of other racial groups? Absolutely horrible. I didn't yeah. include that in the three. I thought that was a fourth, frankly. But yeah, yeah. that's absolutely horrible. All right. Thank you, Martin. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Adam, you are in Houston, Texas. What did you want to offer? Yeah, what I wanted to offer was I think you're 100% right about, you know, this is how the sausage gets made. This is how people do it, and we have to move past it. The problem we have is we're never going to move past it until the voters do. I mean, the fact of the matter is uh, right now the politicians – are they're incentivized to do it because that's where they're getting the votes. I mean, we as people are rewarding them for it, so they're going to go that way. And, I mean, look, I mean, hell, we we do majority-minority districts and the like and stuff like that. And, look, don't get me wrong. I understand we all want representation that – just a pop that we all want representation that looks like us, if you will, and, and I understand, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and everything, but we've got to realize that when you do it specifically on those external characteristics, this is what you're going to get because... you make Look, you're making a really... By the way, what are you, what are you ordering? A muffin? I'm actually depositing a check at the bank. So. Nice. So um, you make a really good observation, and the voters are no better. 
I'll give you an example. By the way, I'm going to say so long to Adam and Dan. I'm going to ask you to, to end the conversation because I've lost control of my board. Um, I'll give you an example. We, we have we have an upcoming next year. We'll have a mayoral race in Philadelphia. And I know one of the candidates who's running and I, I know him well. It all He's very talented and he's he's very credentialed. He's a smart guy. He's well suited for the job. He's a white guy. And in any conversation that I have had with people about his prospects, and I won't embarrass him by naming him, but inevitably the conversation is, if people are being real, well, it depends what happens among the candidates of color. Are they going to coalesce around one? If so, the guy that I think is a good candidate doesn't have a shot. And he also doesn't have a shot because, hey, there's another white guy who on paper looks remarkably similar to him. So, yes, it is part and parcel and of it, the, the politicians wouldn't be thinking this way, arguably, if the electorate weren't acting this way. We vote along racial lines. We vote along ethnic lines. We absolutely do in many instances. So maybe we shouldn't be so shocked when they're so brazen behind closed doors as elected members of city council. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Oscar, you're in Memphis, Tennessee. I understand you're Mexican and you wanted to, to parse what she actually said. Please do. Yes, yeah, she said uh, the council person that said that term for the, about the kid. Yeah. I, I heard you say that he, he was black and the show was, I mean, he was white and the show was black. But as Mexicans, I was raised in Mexico, that term she used. It's used every day in every household. It doesn't have to do with a race or color. It's the way that child is acting. Like with happen, jumping up and down in bed, like, you know, creating a havoc around the house. They, they 
Uh, how how do you say it? Say it, name. say it. Say it slowly for me. What what are the words we're talking about? The Changuito reference. Okay. The so you reference. say. You, you, yeah, so here's the way. Here's the way that I'm seeing it reported. And in front of me, I have LAist. I have the LA Times. I have the New York Times. Um, and a couple of others. Every one of them says she called the black kid a monkey. And what you're telling me is, yeah, okay, but it's really not a race reference. It's more of a a behavior reference. Is that it? Exactly. Because every that term is used in every household in Mexico about children acting hmm. up. Like when you see a monkey in a cage jumping up and down like that. I mean, my my father-in-law. Uh, he's he's gone, but he used to call my, call my children that all the time because I had hyperactive children, and he called hmm. me Shangos all the time. Take your take your Shangos home, take your Shanguitos home. It just it's a common term. You that does not have to do nothing with race or color. It's a, a way that child okay. well, is behaving. First of all, and I'm I glad heard that council person say yeah. that that child on the parade wherever he was, he was acting up. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was on the he was on the parade float with his father and acting up. And she said, I wanted to take him around the corner, meaning, you know, I want to take him around the corner and spank him and bring him back. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's a changuito that way he was acting, not that way because he was. Hmm. Well, that's the way I was raised. They had to do with black, with race or color. Got it. In Mexico. Nothing to do with that. Okay, I, I'm hearing you. I don't think it's an explanation for her saying uh, F. Gascon, he's with the blacks, but okay, you, you've added information here, and I appreciate it. Okay, have a great day, okay? Thank you, Oscar. Uh, Don is in South Carolina thinking, what, Don? Hey, what, what do you make of what you just heard from, from Oscar? Does that change your perspective? Oh, yeah. I, uh, uh, there, we're much too quick, in my view, to, uh, to label everything as racist, and that's part of what I wanted to comment about. Uh, these, these comments were generally uh, racist, as you would, uh, as you described mm-hmm. them. But uh, I, I think the national uh, blue check Twitterati uh, media, who look at Republicans as knuckle dragging Neanderthals, uh, will will instead of. Uh, talking about how racism is pervasive and exists even within the Democratic Party, are going to adjust the narrative to say, well, look here, these are all Hispanics, and we've been seeing a trend of Hispanics moving to the Republican Party. It must be because racists find a better home in the Republican Party. I think have that's you already have you narrative. already have you already seen that, or is that what you anticipate? That's what I anticipate. I haven't seen that. In fact, I've not seen much about this story at all. Wow. Okay. And here I am saying, damn it, I should have included it yesterday in the poll question because it exploded overnight. Thank you, Don. It'll be interesting. I mean, you're right. There's been a lot written recently about Hispanics moving toward the GOP, and maybe some will latch on to uh, that point. Phil, Nashville, Tennessee, what did you most want to say? Oh, I I did kind of a double take when I thought I heard you say that uh, small town city councils were uh, more monolithic or less um, than compared to large, big city city councils. And so I, I looked up Philadelphia's and Chicago's and I certainly wouldn't wouldn't uh, think that. So I think you might need to do a Charles Murray style uh, bubble check. to. Uh, well, hold, check whoa, that, whoa. Uh, hold, hold on a second. What I said, what I said was that in the small what I meant, let me just flat out say what I meant and not get caught up in my words. In rural America, you're going to have 
mostly a white city council, you know, and, and not the diversity that we're talking about here on the L.A. City Council or in Philadelphia. Philadelphia's overwhelmingly black. Um, but I'm saying that if you go into rural America, it's going to be the reverse. Well, overwhelmingly black is not diverse. Overwhelmingly black is overwhelmingly black. Right. Yes, you're right. Okay, maybe we're maybe we're saying the same thing. I don't I don't know. Michael, you're in San Francisco. Quickly, if you don't mind, I'm about to run out of time. Yeah, I'm in San Francisco. I am center left, and uh, I was watching on TV last night, and I saw the scene outside of the L.A. City Hall had a huge number of people with signs supporting Martinez, and I just was appalled by it because it was just so race based. On the on the Latino side or Latinx or whatever you want to call it, and uh, that was that was something I saw yesterday that I was could it could it be I mean may, maybe they were just partisans and wanting to prop her up to to protect themselves or could it be that like Oscar they are Mexican Latino uh, and they say wait a minute Changuito we we use that word in a totally different context than the media is making it out to be. Well, that was a really great conversation. Thank you for that. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.